Hi everybody, welcome to this episode of Enlightenment Today. I'm Jason. In this episode, I'm going to speak about how affluence destroys spirituality and the sense of unity with life and God. Many people wonder why the world is becoming increasingly secular. There are people leaving religion by the droves and more people are comfortable with being an atheist. As the world becomes more affluent, the less it appears that people need religion or any type of spiritual belief system. The more affluent people are, the less they think of God, death, and other mystical matters. Now I know this is a sweeping generalization, as there are still those who are affluent that follow a religion or a, or a spiritual path, but they are in a very tiny minority compared to the majority of affluent non-believers. Why is this happening? And we need to ask whether it is a real problem or just the nature of cultural evolution. Well, there are a few things for us to understand to get to the bottom of this new phenomenon. This new phenomenon sticks out like a sore thumb in wealthy nations and regions. Take Scandinavia, for example. The Scandinavian nations are extremely wealthy and also very secular. There has been a steady decline in religious belief in Scandinavia over time. Spirituality, in general, is on death's door in Scandinavia, and all that seems to exist is a New Age spirituality that is basically based on materialism, which is the hallmark of New Age thought. So the institutional role religion once had is disappearing, but not necessarily some of the beliefs as we see with New Age thought. The needs that religion once provided in the past are disappearing due to social institutions. So the safety and security an affluent society provides was once provided by religion, including services like healthcare. But Scandinavia is not alone here. The same phenomenon is happening in America, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, most European nations, and the UK. Even in India, there is a growing secular movement driven by atheists who have been influenced by Western education and also not to mention the Marxist indoctrination that has taken over the beauty of Chinese culture. One of the big reasons for this is because when we attain a certain level of affluence, we feel as though we are more in control of our lives and our destiny. We feel that we can make decisions for our life that will propel it in the direction we desire. We believe we can control the home we live in, the material possessions we want, the friends we have, and the partner we choose. We think we have an abundance of choices we can make. This element of control instills in us a sense of arrogant confidence that we are the only authority guiding our life and our natural tendency shown towards belief, hope, spontaneity, and intuitive thinking are empty. As a result, innocence dies. Our sense of affluence enhances rational thinking, which subtly kills humility because our temperament is geared towards being super analytical and a control freak, which kills our innocence. This lack of innocence is prevalent in the West and developed nations. Everybody is a jack of all trades and a master of none. We watch a five minute YouTube video and we think we know the state of affairs or what a certain philosophy is. If you are innocent, you don't proclaim to know everything, but instead you keep a childlike mind that is forever a seeker and not a rational know-it-all. It is heartbreaking to see the deep level of innocence in places like rural India, where you feel their pure innocence in their heart. We have lost this innocence in the West and developed world. It's all in the eyes.
The standard of living in rural India keeps the people grounded and that groundedness strengthens their religious attitude. Their standard of living, with some living in poverty, lets them live in accord to how life will naturally play out because their level of wealth doesn't fool them into believing they are in complete control of their lives. This enhances their belief in the divine. Though keep in mind, I'm not supporting poverty, but it is interesting how poor people are more steadfast with their spiritual beliefs than affluent people. And I mean deeply steadfast, especially when you see rural Indian people doing puja every day and continually prostrating in front of God, Guru, or even someone they've done wrong by, which showcases their pure humility. This heightened level of spirituality does not mean the innocent believe they are blessed, but rather their life situation has kept them innocent and humble, which allows them to surrender to God in the process of their life. They know they are not above anyone. This level of surrender is prevalent in religions such as Islam as well. But it can be lacking in Christianity because people with a level of affluence often believe they are blessed. And the idea of being blessed is a hallmark of Christianity, which is why some rich people are attracted to it as it gives them an answer as to why they have their success and wealth and also it becomes an outlet where they have no accountability for their actions as they believe they are punished for their sins rather than by their sins. So the modern affluent version of Christianity has nothing to do with inner work but rather it is a superficial religion that one can wear on the outside like a badge of honor. As a result, affluent people, often famous people, wear expensive jewelry in the shape of a cross to parade around their belief system through their wealth. These sorts of people unintelligently feel they are more blessed than other people, which implies God favors certain people. To imply you are more blessed than others is just egotistical and an ugly side of how affluence kills our intuitive faculty of the divine. And yes, intuition is dying in the affluent world. The reason for this is because in affluent societies, rational thinking is promoted as the most useful and intuition is just thought of as a dimension of the mind accessed by artists, athletes and sages. This is naturally counterintuitive because intuition is natural and the rational realm of analytical thinking is not. Intuition is the spontaneous nature within us that we express in the immediate moment beneath rational thought. Professor Robert McCauley wrote a fascinating book called Why Religion is Natural and Science is Not, which discusses how the idea of God, unity with the universe, and a sense of something deeper within ourselves comes to our mind naturally. These discoveries come from extensive research studied in cognitive science. This is why Macaulay argues in his book that our mind is better suited to religious belief than scientific inquiry. Spiritual beliefs then are ingrained intuitions we all have. Even atheists have them whether they want to admit it or not because in the end those intuitions are hardwired in our mind. This research also reveals why the world is becoming increasingly secular. The reason being is because rationality fuels atheism. The more rational the world becomes, the less spiritual it is. With the suppression of intuition, 
We are told to be super rational and analyze every little detail, which in the end eliminates the spontaneous beauty of life. As a result, we become cynical non-believers who leave a cultural wasteland which becomes a world with no meaning. In this wasteland, beauty and truth are diminished as wealth and power become the opium of the masses. And the way to attain this level of affluence is through overemploying rational thinking, where we try to control every minute detail of life. As a result, philosophies such as Stoicism are only palatable to atheists because of its focus on hard work and discipline minus a lot of intuitive thought. But don't get me wrong, I love Stoicism. It is probably my favorite Western philosophy. But in the end, Eastern philosophy is the most deep, practical, and beneficial because it applies to everybody, not just driven people. Having affluence and being rational makes us believe that we are in control of our lives. The truth is, we control very little, and that scares most people. And even if you say that your level of success is the result of your ability to control the outcome, I would say you're deluded and not thinking clearly. No one ever succeeds the way they envisioned. They just reaped the rewards of hard work in most cases. But they only had minor control of where their life was headed. The irony is it takes almost an entire life for a lot of affluent people to realize they are not truly in control. The time most people turn to God or spirituality is when they are dying or become poor. When we are desperate, we want to believe, but when we have too much, we feel we are above everything. It's up to you whether you realize your control is minimal and turn to understanding your mind and the nature of the universe. Just ask yourself, what control did you have for coming into this world? How much control did you have to reach your present state? What control will you have when you die? The thought that our life is not in our control can be frightening. But when you let go of trying to control everything, you begin to access the kind of control you always wanted but never knew existed.